Today's daf is daf membeis in Sota. Daf membeis, as we learned for a foreshlinger for Elazar ben Reuma and Yosef Asriya ben Chaya Michal. <coughs> From the beginning of the parak, Mashuch Mohammed, the Kohen who is anointed, he's anointed to <coughs> to um, invigorate the troops and uh, and, and give the troops uh, hope and, and you know install them with uh, with good morale. Um, he is the one, what does he do? When he speaks to the people, that's why this is brought down here, because we had, at again, the beginning of the seventh parak, that this is one of the things that has to be said in Hebrew, in Lashon HaKodesh. So when he speaks to the people of Lashon HaKodesh, he spoke in Hebrew, it says, when you approach the war, the Kohen will approach them. Which Kohen is this speaking? This is the one who is anointed, especially for this purpose of giving morale to the troops. And how do we know that it's Belashon HaKodesh? It says, Shene'emar, because it says when he comes near, when it comes to, when you come to the war, when you're about to wage war, the Kohen will speak to the troops. But Dibar he speaks to the people, Belashon HaKodesh, that's in Hebrew. How do we know that it's Hebrew? It says, he speaks in Hebrew, Shene'emar, he'll speak to them. So the Gemara says, Mishnah is Belashon HaKodesh. How do we know it means Belashon HaKodesh? Stam Dibra doesn't mean Lashon HaKodesh. The Gemara will explain when we get to the Gemara. For Omer Elaine, what did he say to them? Shema Yisrael. Hear, O Israel, you're approaching a war. Al Vechem on your on your enemies. You're not approaching war with your brothers. There were times when the tribes fought one another. Lo Yehud al-Shimon. Yehud is not fighting. Shimon lo Shimon al-Binyamin. And Shimon is not fighting. Shim tupul bi'adam. If you fall into the hands of your brothers, your fellow Jews, they will have mercy on you. It says here, talking about a case when there was war between the tribes, the ones who were mentioned by their names, and they took hold of those in captivity. They, they took captives among their fellow Jews who were from different tribes, and all those among them, among the captives who were unclothed, they dress them from the spoils. And they dress them, and they shod them, they put on shoes, and they gave them to eat, and they gave them to drink, and they, they anointed them with oil, and as they treated them properly, uh, according to the Geneva Convention, before, before they had a Geneva Convention, and they caused them to ride, they gave them rides on the donkeys, the Cholkosha, all those who were handicapped. Anyone who was uh, not able to walk, uh, they gave them. They even gave them rides on the donkeys. They didn't make them walk. By Yevium and Yericha, they brought them to the town of Jericho. Here, tomorrow, the city of the palms, palm trees. Esel came to their brothers. Vayashuvah and then they returned to Shomron. In other words, if you fight against your fellow Jews, you know they might fight with you, but they'll have They'll treat you properly. but not with your with your enemies. It won't be them. Be aware, you're going to fight with your enemies. If you fall into the hands, they will not have mercy upon you. But there are four things that it said that, it, that he tells them. Don't let your hearts melt. Don't be afraid. Don't uh, don't uh, tremble. Don't uh, really you know don't really shake before them. That those four lashonos. We'll see what that means. Number one means Don't be afraid of the neighing of the horses. Uh, and the and the brandishing of the swords or the 
you know, the sharpening of the swords, and they take out the swords. Now, those things are just part of the war. I mean, uh, those, are, those things are normal, as we'll see. Uh, when you're riding, when you're going into war, until modern times, in fact, until World War II, wars were all fought with horses, right? So don't be afraid of the neighing of the horses or the brandishing of the swords. That's normal. But number one, don't be afraid. Of it. Number Altiru, don't be afraid. and don't be afraid of the clapping of the shields. This is something that we'll see the uh, the uh, warriors in those days would make all kinds of noise to make them think that uh, what was the famous? Uh, there was a famous one of Tsao that they did in the four years. The what? The Davidka. The they made a lot of noise, right? Just to scare them, to make them think that there's a lot going on. So this was not a, a new thing that the Jews invented in '48. Uh, there was uh, something that was always d- done. They would they would take their shields and bang them against one another, make noise. Well, they to, make sh- them think that more, to make them think more that they're more, right? Right. So don't be afraid of that. Vishifa Sakoxen or the the tramping of the uh, soldiers' boots, the collection of the soldiers. Don't be afraid of that. Don't tremble me me, me call across from the noise of the trumpets. They would also sound trumpets to make them sound like there's a lot of people. Altarzu, in the last lotion of the Aritzim is like to uh, to revere and really be afraid of. Altasmane calls across from the noise, from the sound of their cry. They had, it's a battle cry. They cried out, you know, onward, you know. Don't be afraid of all that. Because the Lord your God, who goes with you. We'll see the Lashonah. It doesn't say who's with you. Who blesses you? He's with you. He is with you. The goyim come with the uh, their champion is simply a, a human person, a human king. You come with God as your champion. Then he tells us we're going to see the story of Goyas, David and Goyas fought against the giant Goyas. So Plishtim, they, they came with the power and the leader leadership of Goyas. Mayas of what was his end? At the end, he died by the sword of Nafluim, and they, they died with, they fell with him. B'nei Amun, similarly, later on, B'nei Amun, B'omenetzchan Shel Shavach, they came with the their uh, leader, uh, their uh, warrior was Shovach. Mayas, what was his end? The self at the end, Nafal Becherev. He died by the self of Imo, and they died with him. Ba'atem, but you know, you Jews, Iatem, you're not the same. Ki Hashem Lokeichem, the Lord your God, Holy Chamachem, who goes with you, Lilochem Lachem, to fight with you. What is that? Zemachne Aron. When he says, Holy Chamachem is going with you, what does that mean? It means the camp of the Aron, the Aron itself, the Aron Kodesh, which had the Luchos and the Sefer Torah inside. They go out with that to war, so that is, so to speak, that's their protection. So, first of all, let's go back and begin. The Mishnah said that the Mishnah Muhammad, when he speaks to the people, he speaks to them, Lashon Kodesh. Shenamar, as it says, Vidibralam. So, how does Vidibralam show you that he spoke in, in, uh, in Lashon Kodesh? Maybe he spoke to them whatever language they understood. My Kamar, Hoki Kamar, what it means. Shenamar, Vidibar. It says, Vidibar, Hakoin, Vidibralam, he'll speak to the nation. He'll speak to them, Vidibralam. That's what it says, right? And later on it says, Ulaholonomer, it doesn't mean later on, it means uh, before. Because this Medivalam, uh, that the the parsha of the is in Shoftim, but back in in Shmos in Yisro it says Moshe Yedaber Velakim Yanenu Bekol. Moshe spoke and Hashem answered Bekol. Malon Lashon Hakodesh, just like that is Lashon Hakodesh. When Hashem answered in Bekol, Kol is Lashon Hakodesh, and that's what Moshe spoke to him Lashon Hakodesh. Avkam Lashon Hakodesh. Here it's also Lashon Hakodesh. That's how we know that. Tonu Rabban. 
Venigash a coin, and the coin will approach. Vidibram will speak to the people. Yachol call coin, shir, so any coin. It says Vidibram, it doesn't say which coin. The Pasuk doesn't say Mashuach Mochama. It's just a Vidibram coin. Which coin? We don't know. I think any coin who wants to, Tamaloma, Vidibru Hashochim, and the, the officers will speak. Now we'll talk about that because did the Kohen speak to the people? Was he the one who raised their morale? Or did the Shotrim? The answer is the Kohen first spoke. And then the Shotrim, the ones who heard them, the various, the police, let's say, or the other representatives, they went out and spoke to individual groups because they didn't have microphones and tape machines and things like that. So the Kohen first spoke. And those who heard him among the Shotrim, they went and spoke to all the individual groups. So, just like Shotrim are appointed, so we don't mean, not any Kohen could just go up and speak to them. He had to be Kohen who was appointed. Maybe it's the Kohen Godel himself who should speak to them. Just like a Shotr has somebody appointed above him, he's at the lower level, he's one of the policemen, uh, but he has people above him, like the Mafkal and other uh, other people. So just like the Shotr has people above him, so we're talking about, so here it's also, it can't mean the Kohen Godel because we're talking about somebody who was above him. So we talk about the Kohen, the Shuch Muhammad, well, the Kohen Godel is above him. This is Kohen Godel, Nami Yikamelech. Kohen Godel also has somebody above him, the king, Melech uh, al-Gabav. The answer is Bavodos We mean that um, somebody who was appointed in his, in his line of duty, in his work, in, the, in his line of duty, well, the king has one function, and the Kohen Godel has another function. Even though the king is greater, but they're not in the same line of duty. The Ema Skan, oh, so maybe it means the Skan Kohen Godel. The Skan Kohen Godel is like the assistant Kohen Godel who serves in his place if, um, if he is incapacitated. So the Ema Skan, so the Skan Lavnud is not appointed at all. The Tanya Omer of Chanina of Skan, and he himself, of Chanina was a Skan Ekhanim. Lama Skan Mamuna, why is he appointed? Shemir above Sul, the Kohen Godel. If the Kohen Godel has some sort of a taint or a defect in him, Nifnes Meshamashachim. He comes in and he takes the place of the coin guttle. So this means to say that when he's not taking the place of the coin guttle, he has no job. In other words, he's not appointed. He's just standing. He's just like waiting, uh, sort of like like uh, I guess like Prince Charles was for seventy years. Right? You know, he was just waiting there, doing nothing until he until he, he had he had to take the job. So it wasn't like he had a job all the time. The the uh, scan is not appointed at all. He's just waiting there to take the job of the coin guttle. If the coin guttle gets incapacitated, so then he's appointed to take the job. He's designated, but he's not appointed, and therefore he's not considered a muna. So a muna what? So you had a coin guttle. You had all the coin who worked, who did the avoda, the various uh, bate avos, etc. And you had a scan uh, who was just appointed, who was just like uh, the coin guttle in waiting, you might say, the coin guttle in waiting. And then you had the one who was appointed specifically uh, to lead the troops into, into war. The Yom he said to them, Shema Yisrael, hear, O Israel, you're going out to war today. The Lush of Shema Yisrael, we know, is used elsewhere. Why does he use the Lush of Shema Yisrael here? Maishna Shema Yisrael. Why does he start off with the word Shema Yisrael? Well, it sounds like a Shema Yisrael, Shem Lakein Hashem Echad. Omer B'Ochran, Yishem B'Shem B'Nechoi. Notice B'Shem B'Nechoi, right? Yesterday was like B'Omer, right? B'Shem B'Nechoi. Omer B'Kosh Baruch Yisrael. Even if all you did was say Kriyashma in the morning and the evening, you did nothing more than that. You didn't, you didn't do any, uh, you didn't learn Torah, you didn't do a lot of other things, you didn't do the mitzvahs, you still won't be given over into their hands, you, you will not lose the war. Don't let your hearts melt. Don't be afraid. And as we said, Al-Tiru, uh, Al- 
what's it? Al Tachbasu, Al Tartsu, all these Lashonas of fear. Tarabaran. He speaks with them twice. The, the Karma Shofachama uh, gives his speech twice. Achas Basafar, one on the border before they go out to war. The Achas one time in, at the war itself, at the front, uh, in the war itself. And we're talking about here about either kind of war, whether it's a Machemis Mitzvah to defend Eretz Israel, or if it's a Machemis Rishus that the Kohen needs just to extend his boundaries. So he's speaking right. The Safar Mar, what does he speak to them in the Safar on the boundary, on the border? He says, Shimu, Shimu Dvarai, listen to me, Mar Chayam <coughs> Listen to what I'm telling you now, the Mar Chayam the arrangement. Of here means like the war regulations. Remember, the Posse tells us there are people who should not go out to war. For example, they just got engaged, or they just planted uh, a vineyard, or they just uh, built a house, they didn't get a chance to dedicate it yet, or they just got, they just got engaged. All these kinds, of, or a person who is afraid of his averus. So, if you have any reason, if they have any excuses, now's the time to speak up and head back home. And return if you qualify for any of these exemptions. The What does he say to them at the front itself? Fear, don't let your hearts melt. Don't be afraid. Don't tremble. Don't. Really be scared. I guess I'm not sure how you translate a good translation for Tachlazu versus Taratzu. Taratzu means really, Maritza means like to, to revere, to really, to really take it seriously. Why those four Lashonas? Can I get out of uh, These four Lashonas are meant to countermand the four things that the Goyim do when they wage war against you. Not talking about the regular things, the things that make noise, but the things that they make noise, especially to, to, uh, to instill in you fear. Magifin. Magifin means they, they, they uh, crash the, uh, the shields against one another. In other words, that they don't need to do that to, for the war. You need the shield to protect you from the other guys, bows and arrows and knives, etc. But they, they make this noise especially to make you think that there's a lot of people there. Umarian and they and they blow the shofar, right? They, they sound the, uh, the trumpets. Svachan, they cry out, Baromsin, and they trample with their horses. And Rashi says over here, look in the left side, uh, the, the, the narrow lines. Arboas, can I get Arboadvarm Shavikachavim Hayyosin, La'ayim, to make them afraid, right? To scare them. Magifim Batrisin, they crash the uh, shields against one another, Umariim Bakronos, and they uh, the sound, the, the trumpet, the Sefen they cry out, the Romsin, and they uh, trample B'Tzalas Susim with the neighing of their horses of Adarosam and the galloping, Avol Tzichtzua Charabos, but uh, just brandishing the swords, V'Shivas Kalaxeim, and the noise of the uh, soldiers, their boots, Hey, Nikam Ochalabain, that's not the fit, that's just the normal way you wage war. You, 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 you run out there and with your boots and you, uh, you, and you pull your sword out and you start fighting. That's not made especially to make noise to scare them, that's just regular war. These other things, crashing the, uh, uh, the shields against one another, blowing the chauffeur, crying out, and making the horses sound their noises, whether it's with their neighing or with their galloping, that's uh, made especially to scare you. So the Mishnah said that the Plishtim came with the uh, championship of Goliath, you know, the leadership, his, uh, the warriorship of, of Goliath, uh, Goliath. Goliath. Why was he called Goliath? Because he stood up Shama Begili upon him. He stood up with chutzpah, chutzpah towards Galif Nekosh Baruch Hu. He said, you know, the Goliath said to them, Baruch Lechem Ish. 
Choose any man, the Erelai, and come down to me. The Erelai. The Ein Ish al Baruch Ish really means, like you said, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take on your God. Ish is Kodesh Baruch Hu Shnema. Hashem Ish Mochama, Hashem Shmo. Of course, we say that in the Shira every day. Hashem is Ish Mochama. So he says, you know, pick any man, even your God. You, you, want to, you say you, you want to fight against the man? I'll make you fall. I will turn you over into the hands of a son of a man, not even a man of submission. So you see over here, the devil is called Ben Ish. So I'll tell you what, you want to fight against a man? I'll make you uh, fall. I will uh, give you over into the hands of a Ben Ish. That Russia, Goyos, his own mouth ensnared him the way he spoke. In other words, it's like Al Tiftah Belasadan, right? Echad Barulachem Ish Vieret Eli. Choose a man and let him come Eli. And Rash says Eli is like he didn't say and he will fight with me, but it says Eli is like Eli. He will fight with me that he's gonna win. In other words, he 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 threw out that Lushan, let choose any man and let him come on me. Oh, you already said on me. It's, that's an indication. You're, you're, you, you, you said the words, he will come on me, he will destroy me. Right, so that means he will lose. The second one. If he's able to fight with me and beat me, okay, and, and, or if I will fight with him, I will beat him. But first he said, let's see if, you can, if any man who could fight against me and beat me. Uh, you said the word beat me, you're going to lose. The third word, the Kamalei David. he said to David, what do you think, I'm a little dog? You're coming with me with sticks and staves? What are you, coming with me? As if to say, you know, yeah, he's going he's gonna to get, uh, he's going to get beaten by the stick, by the, uh, uh, what do we call that? The, uh, bow, the, uh, the, sling, the sling, the sling, the sling, David's little sling there, right? David, David, Nami David also, what do you mean? David also said, so why don't you say also that David uh, said to him, why don't you say David also opened his mouth by saying, you're coming a lie, like you're going to get me with the sword. But you're coming with me with a sword, with a, uh, uh, with a spear, like with a uh, javelin. And the answer is, yeah, but David finished that with, but I'm coming to you with the name, with the name of God, spoke as the Lord of hosts, okay, Israel. Marcos Israel, Elokei Marcos, the God of the armies of Israel, Asher Charafta, that you have uh, defied and you have uh, tried to, uh, you know, put you, you you've shamed him, you put him down. This Plishti, this Goliath, got up in the morning and in the evening, like he, he was getting ready for the fight. Uh, he says he got up like he, you know, he was exercising or practicing in the morning and the evening. He says to be mavatel them from shachris v'arvis. That was he didn't want them to daven. He wanted to uh, overpower their prayers by uh, rising up against them morning and evening. Uh, Rashi says here, um, no, there's no Rashi on, the, on these words. But he says he wanted to mavatel them. He wanted to scare them. He wanted to keep them occupied. So he would, so to speak, uh, get ready and show that he was ready in the morning and the evening, so they shouldn't daven. But you see, after Yom, and he stood for he did that. Uh, he stood up for 40 days. Again, he wanted to countermand the Torah. The Torah is represented by 40 days. Uh, that would give him, he also like practiced for 40 days to countermand the Torah. Talks about back in the beginning, says, this man, what is that Lashon of Benayim? From the camps of the uh, Philistines. What is my Benayim? What does that mean, Benayim? A big, strong man. Amarav. 
he is uh, he is um, uh, built from no with no blemishes. In other words, he was a, he was like perfectly built. He was a perfect specimen of a human being, physically. Metukan um, Manuka, he is like uh, constructed, uh, built, and clean. Mikomum, he has no uh, no no blemishes. Shmuel Amar Beinoni Shabechav. He was in the middle of his brothers, as we'll see. He wasn't the first, he wasn't last. He was among four brothers. He was in the middle. He's made like a big, strong building. Big, strong guy. That's the Lush of Benoni. Comes from, from a hundred fathers, and one Nani. Nani, Rashi says, that's Av, that's the father. In other words, what happened? We'll see, because his mother slept with a hundred people. And only one of them was the father, right? But she had he had like a hundred. She had like a hundred, a <coughs> hundred people. Ninety-nine of them were adulterers, and only one. Some translate "v'chananani" is like one mother and a hundred fathers. But it was really, really obviously his, his mother, as we say, slept around. got. He was called Galiyot from Gat, from that city. Yosef called Why was he called Gat? Because everybody. Uh, pressed his mother to got like a wine press. In other words, they were all trampling upon her. It's a nice way of saying, or not a nice way of saying that they all slept with her. Ksiv ma'aros, the Karina and ma'achos. What does that mean? It says, it says in, the, in, the, in the Tanakh, it says in Shmuel, ma'aros. And we read it ma'achos, from like the ma'achos, uh, and it really means camps. Uh, the translation, they all slept, they all had in, uh, intercourse with his mother, like Lashon of Ha'ara, of the, of the, uh, the, the genitals uh, touching one another. Xiv uh, Harpa, his mother was called Harpa, but Xiv Arpa, in one place it says Harpa, one says it says Arpa, one place here in, in this, uh, in Shmuel, and I'm sorry, in, in Rus, in Rus it says Arpa, and um, later on it says Harpa, Right, so what is that Lashna? Either in Divrei Yomim, Ksiv Harpa, where is that? I think in Divrei Yomim, it's called it Lashna Arpa, or in Shmuel. Shmuel, Shmuel, Shmuel is called Rab. So in Rus, it's called Harpa, Arpa, and there in Shmuel, it's called Harpa. Rabbi Shmuel Chanamer, Harpa Shmuel, her name is really Harpa. Everybody came at her from behind, like an animal. An animal, certain animals have Bia, where the male is behind the woman, not face to face. So that's why she's called Arpa, like from the back, from the neck, you know, from the Pikuta uh, Oref, uh, you know, the back, the, the neck of the, the back, the back of the neck. So that's what he means here also, that that's what she's okay. called Arpa. Her name was really Harpa, and they called her Arpa because everybody had beer with her from behind. She was called Arpa, her name was really Arpa. Everybody shred upon her, Everybody trampled upon her like uh, like groats, like uh, like pressed the wheat, uh, crushed wheat. The woman took it took the screen and put it on the mouth of the well. And she spread upon them these groats, these uh, uh, these cracked or or crushed uh, uh, grain. If you Crush the fool, the machtesh, in a mortar. The tochari, the machtesh. If you crush it, the machtesh. The machtesh is the pestle. If you crush the fool with a pestle, the tochari falls the eli, in middle of the 
uh, crushed corn, the pressed corn, the pressed wheat, ba'eli in in the uh, in the mortar. So it's just lashon of saying that um, harifos. We're trying to show that harifos means uh, you know uh, crushed or bruised uh, wheat, uh, bruised uh, bruised grain. And you see that if you press, you put the groats of this uh, pressed grain on the on the be'er in the first case on the screen on top of the well. In another case, if you if you crush uh, a fool with a with a pestle in the middle of a mortar, a mortar that has uh, a, a, that has this crushed grain inside. Um, these four were born to harpa begat. Again, in Shmuel she's called harpa, in Rush she's called arpa. And they fell into the hands of David. David killed them all. And in the hands of, of David's servants. What do we mean by that? Who are they, these four? Amrav Chista, the four sons of Arpa or Harpa, were Saf, Madon, Goliath. He was number three. That was his name, Yishbi Benov. So those were four sons. They fell into the hands of David and his servants. The Chesivit says, why is that? It says, remember when, when Anami, uh, when her husband died and her sons-in-law died, what happened? Uh, she told uh, Arpa and Rus, you know, go back, uh, you know, uh, I've got no more children for you. Go back to your homes and marry somebody else. Uh, Arpa kissed her mother. Arpa she killed. She kissed her mother-in-law Nami. But Rus clove to her, stuck to her. She she hugged her and stayed with her. She didn't want to leave her. Let the sons of the of the ones who who were the ones of the kiss, meaning uh, Harpa, who just kissed Rus, kissed Nami rather. Let them fall into the hands of the ones who clove to her. In other words, Rus, who was greater because she stuck to Nomi, she wouldn't leave her, she just didn't give her a kiss and say goodbye. She stuck to her, so let, let her uh, be victorious over the one, over the children of Arpa who simply kissed her. So again, the, four, the children of Arpa were the four sons, including Galios, and uh, David, of course, came from Rus, and uh, she, he was the descendant of. Um, of, of Rus who stuck to uh, to Nami. Darsh Rabba, Beschar Arba Demol, Sharida Arpa, because Arpa uh, shed four tears, because it says, Al Chamosa, in the source of the four tears that she shed for her mother in law, Zachsev Yasmen Arba Advarm, she had these four, uh, these four uh, strong men, uh, these four of Ershanemar. It says, Vatisa'ena, Kolon, Vatifkena. She uh, raised her voice. And she cried, but the kind of owed. But the Santa Cole, and that's the first cry. One tear from each eye, that's two tears. But the kind of owed, and she cried more, that's four tears. She had first two tears, one from each eye, and then she cried some more, another tear from each eye, a total of four tears. So in the schuss of those four tears, she was also to have these four uh, strong men, right? Mighty men. Um, it says, it says, it says, the arrow of his spear. We read it simply as the wood or the stick of his spear. What do you mean by that? He was really talking about the the wood of his of his uh, the, the, you know the uh, length of the um, of the pole of his uh, spear. Uh, why is it called the arrow? It doesn't really mean arrow. It means chetz is like chatzi. We haven't even reached half in describing how strong Goliath was. We haven't even talked about half of his praise. We haven't even described. Half of how strong he was. You shouldn't talk too much about the praise. You shouldn't praise 
the evildoers too much because we only did, we only we only mentioned like half of what he did. Right? We haven't even gotten it halfway. Uh, so so don't talk about him at all. Why talk about how strong he was if you don't? Even, it's not a good idea to talk about the praise to mention the praise of the Rishon. Answers to show you how good David was. That David beat this great man, this great strong man. So we want to describe uh, we want to praise him partially, but not too much. Right. The mission said another example was not only Goyas, but another case was the uh, the, uh, the uh, nation of Ammon came with the with the uh, championship of Shovach. That he was their great warrior. Except Shovach, one place says Shovach and one says Shofach. Again, here we talk about what is in Shmuel and what is in Derei Yomim. So, which what was his name? Again, Rabbi Shmuel Charam Shofach Shmuel is called Shavach. Why is he called Shavach? He's made as tall like a bird, uh, a birdhouse, which they make very tall, very high up. He was very tall. The once called his name was Shavach. Why is called Shavach? So whoever saw him, Nishbech Lefarim Kitem spilled out. In other words, he trembled so much that he uh, that he he couldn't hold his bowels in uh, when he saw him. He was so so afraid of him. Ashpaso. Um, his uh, his gar his uh, garbage kekever pasuach like a his ashba like his uh, dung I guess his uh, was like an open grave kulim uh, giborim all these uh, mighty men again this has nothing to do with our topic over here of uh, Goliath or bnei Ammon uh, of the war but it's simply because it's a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel again Rav and Shmuel some say it was Rav Ami Ravasi it's a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel or Rav Ami Ravasi Chanam Rav Bishosh when they throw an arrow Osna Shpasla they make, uh, you know, garbage heaps of dead bodies. And when they're able to shoot an arrow, they can kill many people, maybe with one arrow, or maybe with many arrows, but they are very good. Maybe they are uh, they're archers, you know, or whatever. They're very good with the bow and arrow. They're all mighty men. So that's one way to describe the Lushan of Ashpasuk and Kever Pasuach, that they make... Um, uh, when they when they shoot their arrows, they make like an open grave, a full a, a garbage heap of uh, broke of uh, dead dead bodies. Um, when they go to the bathroom, in other words, they uh, when they loosen their bowels, they make big uh, heaps of uh, dung. Maybe you'll tell me because you know they have a stomach stomach uh, disease. They're all that way. Amar of Mari. So, so the point is, is that uh, they are so powerful that they they excrete a lot of dung. Amar of Mari. Shmami Yisikmir Haiman, the officer, the person who has a lot of dung. Cholimayim. It means it's a sickness because he says because he said maybe the reason why they uh, they they excreted so much is because they were sick. He says no, it wasn't because they were sick because they said they're all strong men. But you see over here from the talk this way that a uh, person who has uh, who excretes a lot, he has a stomach disease. Lamayim of What's the difference? What he has, I mean, the, those are the facts. That's a little panache. In other words, because he should uh, take care of it, go to the doctor, uh, take some medicine, etc. Daga uh, The pasuk says in Mishlei that if a person is worried, he should obliterate it. What does it mean, Yishchena? Ravami Rasinir another machlokas between these two. He should remove it from his mind, obliterate it from his mind. Don't think about it. Don't don't worry. Worry doesn't help. Tell others about it. Tell, tell us about it. If you talk to others about it, maybe that will uh, dampen the effect on you. Uh, when one Rob said that uh, Hashem gives everybody a pekula. Hashem gives everybody, you know, a package of troubles, of uh, difficulties in life. 
But agmas nefesh, a person does to himself. <laughs> Everybody's got their problems, right? But to suffer agmas nefesh in your mind and worrying about it, that you do to yourself. God doesn't do that to you. Ba'atam miyatam kain. So uh, the Meshuch Muhammad the Kohen tells them when he's giving when he's giving them a, a morality, a, a moral boost, not morality. A, uh, he's increasing their morale, trying to improve their morale. He tells them, "Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. You are not like them, right? They are simply coming with human, uh, with with humans on their side, and they can be defeated. You have God on your side." What's this business about? Rashi says, "Why does He's walking with you. Why doesn't He just say, God is with you. Let God be with you. Everybody says, God be with you. God speed." What does that mean? What does it mean? Hashem is going with you. Because God and all his substitute names are included in the Aron. They're all included in the Aron, which goes out with them to war. Hashem decides the, as we know, the Luchos, the Shivrei Luchos, the Sefer Torah, Hashem, all his various names are with you in the war. The Chenom Ritzvah says, we're at the top of Mem Gimel now. Moshe, Moshe sent them Eliflamata, a thousand by tribe, he sent them, uh, let's say a thousand of each tribe, let's have to the army, Osam them, that's Pinchas. Sent them with Pinchas. What does it mean, Pinchas? Osam, Elo Sanhedrin. So number one, that's the Sanhedrin went out with them. It wasn't that they sat back and uh, just uh, wrote, uh, you know, wrote uh, various uh, briefs and things like that. They actually went out to war with them. Pinchas and Meshach Muhammad. Pinchas was the anointed one to go to war. Uklei Kodesh, that's what the Pesach says. It says, Vayishkel Sam Moshe Elof Matlat Sava Osam, that's Pinchas, Uklei Kodesh. Is that Oron? That's the Oron, Veluchos Shabo, and the Luchos that were inside, the tablets of the Ten Commandments that were inside the Oron Kodesh. Vachatsrotz or Satrua. And the Pesach goes on and it sends the trumpets that are sounding Ela Shofers. Those were the Shofers that they sounded when they went out to war. Tana Lolechinam Halach Pinchas, the Muhammad. Why was Pinchas the one who went out? Why was he the anointed one? Why was he anointed to be the Meshuch Muhammad? Not for nothing. There was a reason behind it. Ella liparadin adiimo. But he went to take revenge, or so to speak, to get back of the din adiimo, the father of his mother. Shinemar, it says, who is the father of his mother? What are you talking about? On his mother's side, he came from Yosef. Shinemar, ba'amdanim machuoso, amdanimoso el Mitzrayim. They sold him down to Mitzrayim, and therefore he wanted to take back and get back at them now. So when he fought, when he when he when he, uh, when he went back when he went to war now, Pinchas was trying to take revenge uh, against the Vedanim uh, who sold him down to Mitzrayim. Says so the Mar, wait a minute. The Mayor the Pinchas and Yosef. Also, you tell me that Pinchas came from Yosef. He was taking revenge for Yosef. Yeah, Yosef, his ancestor, was sold by them. So he said, okay, I'm going to go back and get them. I'm going to take revenge for my ancestor Yosef. So you're telling me that Yosef came from, that Pinchas came from Yosef? Like it says, Belozer ben Aaron. We know that Elozer on his father's side says, Belozer ben Aaron Hakohen, right? Pinchas ben Elozer ben Aaron Hakohen. We know that, right? Pinchas ben Pinchas, what was he called? Pinchas ben Elozer ben Aaron Hakohen. He was, he was Aaron's grandson. So on his father's side, he was definitely a Kohen. It says, Pinchas ben Elozer ben Aaron Hakohen. Okay? Baksivit says, Belozer ben Aaron. So who did he take for return to take? Who was Elaz ben Aaron? Who was the father of Pinchas? He took for himself a wife from the daughters of Putiel. Lolisha, my love. Now who, does, who is that? In other words, who was Pinchas' mother? We know on his father's side he was a Kohen. 
came from Elazar, who came from Aram. But who was on his mother's side? He says, well, his mother came from the daughters of Putiel, Elisha. My love, Dossi, Yisro, doesn't mean he came from Yisro, Shepitim, Agol, who fattened uh, calves for Avodah before he became, before he joined the Jews. So doesn't that mean that, he, that uh, on his mother's side, he came from Yisro, not from Yosef? It says, low. Means me Yosef, Shepitbet Yisro, who overpowered his Yitzhahara when he was seduced by Ashes Potiphar. He overcame his, his uh, desire, his Yitzhahara. And that's what it means of Pitu Pitu Putiel, that he, that he uh, overpowered uh, his uh, Yitzhar. Valo Shvatim Avazanosam. But what do you mean? But the Shvatim used to shame Pinchas. He says, Where Isim Ben Puti is at? Have you seen this Ben Puti? What do you mean, Peter? Ben Shapitim Avim Olegal Maros Kachavim? Yerug Nasib Yisrael? What happened? He went, remember when he, um, when Pinchas went and he acted with zealotry and he killed uh, uh, Zimri, uh, it says over there that, you know, the, 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 the Medrashis is that the Shvatim were making fun of him and said, Look at this son of a uh, puti. Puti meaning she, he fattened uh, fattened animals for Avodazara, his ancestor, uh, and he's going to be the one who's going to kill one of the princes of Israel. What a chutzpah this guy is! Well, his the idea is that both of them had shikses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, right, that's right, right. Idea. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're yeah but we, we assume that we assume that uh, that when Elazar took. Uh, Took uh, Ben Puti if he took even if he took Ben uh, yes or she was Megayer you know we had this not yeah, like that's the, this, yeah. it's still the point right 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 yeah. so he's, uh, you, he's going to be the one who's going to kill Nasib Israel Ella so what's going on over here we understand his father was was from 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 uh, Lazar who was from uh, Aaron but uh, what's this business we say that Pen, that Pen, why was it Pinchas because he wanted to take Nakama for his ancestor Yosef but he didn't come from Yosef he seemed to come from from Yisrael. Ella, you have to say what? They came from both. Now, it's on his father's side, he was definitely in for Cohen. On his mother's side, Ella, Iavua de Ime Yosef. If his mother's father came from Yosef, and Ime de Ime Yisrael, then his mother's mother came from Yisrael. Be Ime de Ime Yisrael, and if his mother's mother came from Yosef, then Avua de Ime Yisrael. We don't know exactly his ancestry. We don't have the chronology like people have a Yichas brief, they know all exactly the names. We know on his father's side, he was Ben Elazar Ben Aaron Akoin. On his mother's side, he, his mother definitely came from Yosef, let's say he came from Yosef, and from Yisro. But we don't know if his mother's mother was from Yisro and his mother's father was from Yosef, or the other way around. They can army the civil says, Bibnos Putiel. Then one place it, says, it should say Putel, right? It says, uh, which means Putiel. The extra Yud is like a, is like a plural. Tre Putiel, Ben Elazar Putel. It says Putiel. Tremashma means that there's two. Shmamina Yitakasi Putiel. In other words, both are true. It was Ben Puti, Ben Shapitin uh, Avi, um, the, his his uh, ancestor Avi Imo Agalmos Kachavim. Not necessarily Avi Imo. It could have been Avi Aim Imo. But you know his ancestor. Uh, his ancestor was Yisro, who did Avodah Zara, and also his ancestor was Yosef. Uh, who overcame his Yetzirah of uh, Puti. That's what Puti means there, that, that he overcame his Yetzirah. He beat them. All right, we'll pick up from Misha tomorrow. Divri Hashatim, continuing on with the um, morale-boosting speeches to the Jews when they went out to war. The Cohen got a lot of marriage in any case. Uh, Cohen's not a lot of marriage.
That's right. So what did they do in those days, right? So that was before Matan Torah and etc. Yeah. etc. and all all the uh, answers that were given uh, you know, later on. Yeah. Maybe she was already born converted. You know, she wasn't a Gioris herself. That's always also an possible. answer. Always an answer, right? We don't know, but there's always an answer, right? Right. What, you, what were you saying? I didn't understand what, what, what you were saying about the uh, about the shikses. They were all married to shikses. Is that what you were no, saying? The, yeah. the, the, the parallel, then, why would they say, right, look at this bed, you know, Right. Because the... What, Pinchas killed the Nasibi 